Bill mentioned that uh, you did a really good job of managing the situation when you were down to, I think it was uh, one personnel grouping uh, for parts of the uh, the first half. Just trying to get from you uh, what kind of uh, challenge it was in that first half when you have players either going in or out or out for the rest of the game uh, in terms of trying to put together a consistent offensive game plan. Yeah, well, I mean, I appreciate that. I think the players really deserve all of the credit there. Um, <clears throat> you know, you go into a game plan with um, um, an idea of what you want to do with the personnel that's available to you, and usually that includes and encompasses multiple personnel groupings. And as you saw at the beginning of the game, <clears throat> you know, we used, we used all of the ones that we had available to us last night early and there's always plenty in the game plan from different personnel groupings because um you know you just want to use the strengths of the of the players you have and put them in positions to try to do some things to help you move the ball and score points and so when we ended up with um you know Matt and Yak and Josh um all going out uh, you know kind of right in a row there um it took us out of a good chunk of what we had worked on uh, in terms of our preparation. So um, all you can do at that point is, is focus on what you have left. And, um, you know, and we had a lot of confidence in that group. We just didn't have a lot of volume. And so, um, you know, kind of scrambled it on the sideline, scrambled at halftime, scrambled on the sideline in the second half. Um, and the credit really goes to the guys that were, I mean, we had, uh, I believe ten players that played um about the last fifty plays of the game with no rest um because we did we didn't have a substitute so um they deserve a tremendous amount of credit for that and uh they re- really did a good job of uh, playing a lot of roles and and doing a lot of things in the game that they hadn't necessarily walked through last week or practiced um with very few mental errors so um again one of the most uh it's it's one of the most rewarding parts of coaching is just trying to handle the adversities with your guys. And I thought our players had a great attitude and resolve about themselves last night. Uh, certainly wasn't perfect, but grinded it out. And uh, the guys that were in those positions really stepped up and made a lot of plays that helped us. Thank you, Josh. Yep. <clears throat> uh, next question will go with Mark Daniels, followed by Mike Reese. Go ahead, Mark. Thanks, Stacey. Hey, Josh, how are you? Good, Mark. How are you doing? Doing great, thanks. Um, I want to ask you about Jacoby Myers' footwork specifically. Um, what have you seen in that area of his game, and, and how much has his footwork sort of helped him as you know during his first go here in the NFL? Jacoby's worked hard at a lot of areas of his game. Um, you know, he, he works hard in practice. One thing about Jacoby is out there every single day. And uh, Jacoby hasn't missed any time uh, in the spring or in training camp uh, or during the season. And and so, you know, when you're out there and available in practice and you work hard, you have a chance to improve. Um, you know, footwork is certainly an important part of playing the position of receiver. Um, you know, and, and he's really tried to work at complementing his releases, his stems, the top of his routes. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that go into getting open and creating separation for a receiver. Um, and for a young receiver, um, it's always a, a unique challenge because you don't necessarily get challenged as much in college football. There's more off coverage and, 
and so mm-hmm. on. So um, to be able to come in and, um, you know, continue to work on those things to try to find new ways. you got to be creative, you know, because once there's a lot of tape on, on film, um, you know, player study, um, you know, and we have a lot of smart defensive players we play against, a lot of guys that study a lot of tape and get get are well coached. And so if you put, you know, tendencies on tape, you know, people are going to start overplaying those. So uh, now the challenge is to try to continue to work on broadening what you can do to use for yourself to try to make the same routes look different and then maybe add something to your, uh, you know, to your bucket every week uh, if you can go out there and, and maybe, um, you know, try something new that we're trying in the game plan and improve yourself that way too. So um, his footwork's, you know, as always a work in progress. Receivers work at it every single day. Um, and he's going to continue to get better because he works at it. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, next question, Mike Reese, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Josh. Um, mm-hmm. When you think about some of the, the great goal line rushers in NFL history, I mean, is is it going to be Tom Brady? I mean, after what we saw yesterday? Um, <laughs> I I have as much confidence in him and our line uh, in those situations as, you know, as you could have, um, he's, I'll tell you what, that, that play, if you, if you study that play, um, in the history of our league, um, and I, again, I, I don't claim to be, um, you know, in my seventies here, but I, I've, I've, I've watched enough and seen enough and we've studied enough of it. Um, it's not as, it's not as easy as it looks, you know, and, um, the first thing I've always said to any quarterback that is going to try it is you have to be willing to do it. Um, and there, there, there's an inherent courage and um, willingness to send your body into a bunch of 300-plus-pound men um, and push and not go to the ground and not lose the ball uh, and have an awareness of where you're at uh, and also find the sweet spot, which he does a great job of. So um, I think the guys... We used it, I think, successfully three or four, five times last night, um, you know, and the guys up front really did a good job of getting some push uh, and wedging in there and not letting the defender get contact to him too early in the play. Um, and Tommy just does such a great job of burrowing in there, and his legs never stop moving, um, and, and he has a, just a knack for knowing how far he needs to get and knowing where the sweet spot in the defense is and really – Really find a way to get to uh, get to the yard line that he needs to get to, or get it in the end zone. In that case, last night. And Josh, just just to follow up, um, if you were to tell like a young receiver, um, say, hey, like watch Julian Edelman, you know, like that's like what what is it about Julian that um, you know you would point out? I guess is what I'm asking to like a younger receiver, or just mm-hmm. what he does, you know, that would be a benefit to someone to be around. Mm-hmm. Well, Julian, Julian's arrived at this place over many years, and um, you know he's he's had a lot of uh, he has a lot of experience. Obviously, now um, when he was a young player, you know he was learning like like some of the young players on our team are. Um, and it's you got to be careful with um, you know trying to start at a place that's almost impossible for them to start at. Um, but you can take little things, you know, uh, his releases. Um, his footwork uh, during the course of routes, um, the way he tries to make something look different, um, you know, or, or maybe make two things look the same uh, when you know when he's trying to play off of one another. You know, um, he's he's very very tough. 
Uh, he's physical, um, and he does a great job of protecting the ball when the ball's in the air because he comes downhill. He doesn't get undercut. Um, there's a lot of good things that Julian does, obviously, to be as productive as he is. Um, and our receivers are 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 trying to to study those things. But I, like I said, they gotta you kind of gotta build it the right way when you're a young player. Uh, it's like trying to tell a, a young quarterback to do everything that Tom does. That's impossible, you know. So you got to start somewhere, um, and you 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 know certainly want them to uh, emulate the good things that they see from the veterans that are above them. Um, and Julian has a lot of those qualities. So they're watching, they're hearing everything uh, in the in the meetings. Uh, he does a great job of offering up information to them, um, and you, you see some of those things. You saw some of those things last night. You know, those guys are doing a good job of trying to, uh, you know, protect the football in the air. I thought Jacoby made a great play on the one uh, over route where he grabbed the ball and then tried to hide the ball from the defender so he couldn't knock it out. That's something that Julian does, um, you know, and, and just little things like that. But, um, you know, they're they're working hard, really proud of the contributions that Gunner and Jacoby made last night. Like I said, those guys both played over 50 snaps last night, and that wasn't necessarily the intended plan. So, um Really excited to see those guys come in there, uh, answer the the bell, made six catches, I think, for 80-some yards, uh, helped our team, and and didn't make any mental errors. So uh, credit to those guys and excited to continue to work with them. Thanks, Coach. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next question, Evan Lazar, followed by Norm Ciotti. Hey, Coach. Uh, I just wanted to ask you, um, how cognizant when you're designing plays are you guys of – um, giving information to Tom pre-snap, you know, like motions or running the running back out wide and maybe seeing a linebacker across from him or anything like that just so that he can diagnose the coverage before the ball is snapped. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, <clears throat> we certainly try to uh, – there's a lot of things you're trying to think about when you're designing the scheme. Um, you know, one is, you know, just to try to avoid – um, being uh, self-scouted so much that your tendencies become clear and obvious to the defense. So, you know, you change formations for that reason, too. Sometimes there's information you can gain. Sometimes there's no information you can gain, you know, based on the defense and the scheme, the coordinator, and, and what they do on defense. So, um, you know, I mean, sometimes there's an element of that. Sometimes there's not. Um, ultimately, at the end of the day, it comes back down to our execution, um, you know, whether it's a run or a pass play. Um, sometimes we can gain some information and sometimes we can't, you know, and that's just football is the nature of the game we play. Um, and that's why we focus so much on fundamentals and our execution. And, um, you know, because at the end of the day, uh, whatever the scheme is, if we have good fundamentals and we execute them properly, we have a chance. Um, and it doesn't matter if you have the prettiest play ever drawn up. Uh, if you, if your fundamentals are poor, you don't execute them properly, you're probably going to struggle. So, um, you know, there's there's an element of that, uh, certainly, but um, you got to be careful about putting too much weight and stock in that because that certainly alone isn't going to do it for you. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Uh, next question, Nora Princiati, uh, followed by Jim McBride. Hey, Josh, how are you? Good, Nora, how are you? Good. Uh, you actually really just kind of answered my question, which was going to be about how Gunner and Jacoby kind of handled their extra workload yesterday, but I'll just tack one thing onto it, which is, do you, I mean, you were in a situation just out of necessity and circumstance last night, but when young guys like that are maybe going to get 
a little bit more work. How do you incorporate or do you incorporate how Tom feels about his connection with those particular players when, you know, they're not the guys that get the most first-team reps in your practices? Well, number one, we have confidence in all our guys, um, you know, and, and that doesn't mean we have a tremendous amount of experience in every scheme with every player that we have on our team, but we have a ton of confidence. And I think, to me, they're on the team for a reason. Uh, they've, they've produced. They've, um, they've shown that they can execute the things that you need to execute to, to play in our offense uh, at those positions. And our job really, you know, based on the personnel that we have, is to try to put all our players, all 11 of them, um, in, a, in a position to do something that, number one, they're confident in doing themselves, and number two, that their teammates are confident in them doing as well. And so, you know, maybe there's something that uh, Josh Gordon would do uh, that that maybe we would do a little differently with Gunner, or uh, maybe there's something that Julian does that we would do differently with Jacoby or Phillip, you know, and, and somebody else, you know. So there's elements of the offense that, you know, you tweak and you change based on who's out there um, because you always want to try to play to the strengths of the players. Um, and if you can do that as many snaps as possible in a game, hopefully you're always trying to run things then that they feel good about and that, you know, in turn the quarterback in the passing game also trusts and feels comfortable doing as well. But there's no shortcut for um, repetitions, experience, practice time. Um, that's how you create trust and confidence in one another. You can't just go into a meeting and tell people to be confident. Um, you have to do it on the practice field. You have to execute it. We've always had a saying that, you know, practice execution becomes game reality. And to me, that sums up trust um, and confidence uh, right there. So. Um, that's why we put such uh, stock in what we do at practice and on the practice field because we believe if we can execute it out there and really gain trust and confidence and feel good about what we're doing out there, that we have a chance to carry it over into the game. All right, guys, we're going a little long on the call here, so I'm going to end with the uh, last question being Jim McBride. Go ahead, Jim. Uh, hi, Josh. Uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, the progression you've seen from Ryan Izzo um, you know, throughout this season, but more specifically last night when he had to, uh, you know, play play his last 50 snaps. Yeah, Ryan, uh, I think, well, Ryan actually played way more than that. He ended up playing like 70, 77 or, or some, somewhere in that vicinity. So he, he almost went the entire way. He was basically an Ironman last night. Um, but Ryan's got a great work ethic. Uh, I'd say the same thing about Ryan that I said about Jacoby. Uh, number one thing is he's been out there every day, uh, except for maybe a, a practice here or there. Um, you know, uh, And when you're healthy and practicing, you have an opportunity to make progress and improve. And I think that's what we've seen from Ryan. You know, Ryan's got a great attitude and a great approach. He works extremely hard. Um, and, you know, Ryan just... Um, you know, continuing to develop as a young player in all areas of that position, which is a difficult position. We've talked about that before. There's a lot that goes into playing tight end. You're a pass receiver, you're a run blocker, you're a pass protector. Um, there's a lot of things that could change on a single play. We ask them to read things into coverage. Uh, their responsibilities in a running game could certainly change based on the fronts or the looks we get. 
so there's a lot of things. There's a lot of challenges to that position. I think Coach Kaylee does a tremendous job with all those guys and getting them ready to play. Um, and they have a ton of uh, things that they're uh, that we put on their plate each week. So uh, for a young player um, to continue to work at those things, um, you know, he sticks his face in there and he's, he's physical and, and tough in the running game. Um, you know, he's made some contributions for us, obviously, in the passing game. Uh, he's had good hands and had an opportunity when he's had the opportunity to catch the football uh, in the passing game. So um, Ryan's continuing to develop. Uh, certainly we have a long way to go. Uh, we would say that with all our guys. Um, but we're we're continuing to, to head in the right direction and uh, certainly appreciate the contributions that he made yesterday, basically playing, uh, you know, most of the entire game yesterday on a short week. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, John. Yep, thank you.